0: Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast. I'm Pandora Paloma, life and business coach for women. I'm an author, speaker, mum of one, an all-round miracle and magnetism supporter. It is my mission to create change, to change how women think and feel, see their power and use their feminine force to become magnetic. I help women to live a life in alignment, elevate their mindset, expand their beliefs and live their vision in life and business. Now for me, magnetism is about being flexible, resilient, in tune with intuition and really harnessing the power of our mindset and beliefs with aligned action. It's learning to let life flow, not always striving and pushing, but also learning to be open to receiving in new and magical ways. This podcast is a sprinkle of magnetic energy from my corner of the world to yours. I have a deep connection with today's guest. She has been a friend of mine for some time and recently she has been facilitating some breathwork sessions for me which have been shifting me
1: big time to say the least so I'm thrilled to have Alex Bottomley on the Magnetic Woman podcast today. We discuss the art of surrendering the power of the breath, coming back to your innate wisdom and connecting to your heart and so much more. Introducing Alex Bottomley. So, Alex, welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast. Thank
2: you, thank you for having me.
1: Oh, such a pleasure.
2: <laughs>
1: so, the topic of this season uh, or series has been transformation, and you have been facilitating some really deep and juicy transformation for me with me through breath and. I'd love for you to start by telling everyone a little bit about your work and how we can transform or move through transformation um, by using the breath.
2: Yeah, of course. First of all, I'm going to take a big breath. <laughs> um, oh. So my work, I I remind people on how to use their breath as a tool for Healing for inner transformation and self-mastery. And breath work is one of the one of the quickest ways, one of the most powerful ways to transform the state of our minds and our bodies. And I just wanted to note that, that when I talk about inner transformation, for me and the work that I do, it's not about the big actions, the big decisions that that, that make the change. Inner transformation is this subtle process of unwinding, unravelling, um, of unpeeling all of the different layers that have attached onto us. Um, So a continuous process of really remembering who we are and the breath is such a powerful source that Allows us to do that. Allows us to really see and connect to that that place within us, that awareness within us of of who we truly are. Yeah. So that's what I do. <laughs> Amazing. I work as well. Not in not in trying to find this this new part of ourselves. Not trying to find this new self, but rather coming home to to who we are. Coming home to to remembering who we really are and i think the the power that the breath holds is that it allows us to see that person it allows us to acknowledge to understand and and honor those parts of ourselves that that maybe we weren't aware
1: of or able
2: to see but that
1: have always been there i love that and i think you've touched on i i think about a lot and talk about a lot which is in the world of self development there's a real sort of theme of you must be fixed and changed and find this like new version mm. of you and actually there's nothing to be fixed or or even healed it is ultimately coming back to your wholeness that truth and you know that it's not you know the negative of, of you must be fixed it's actually just let's just settle and be present with who I am now and look at you know, what I'm holding that maybe I don't want to hold anymore, but it doesn't mean that because I'm holding it, I'm broken.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think that we, you know, we're in such a, a, such a community of, or a time where we want to luck and solve and we want to, we want to find the best way, the quickest way. Yeah. As you say, to fix and to solve, but there's nothing to fix. There's, 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 there's nothing that's broken. That is, is wholeness that is that is who we are and yeah, just just remembering that um, and the breath is also it's such a powerful tool in in healing trauma in healing those parts of us that have that have you know caused us to maybe become anxious, sad, fearful, in pain, you know these past experiences. Held within the body and, and a manifestation often of unexplained illness. So the breath can really charge the body, charge the nervous system, and allow allow those processes to complete themselves and allow us to see ourselves in wholeness. I think that's that's a really important thing is to to see that all of those. Hearts don't need fixing. They just they just need to be seen and need to be acknowledged. Beautiful.
1: How do you work? How you tell us about actually, you know, how we can transform with the breath? What's happening on a on a physical, energetic, emotional level?
2: Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I guess in in a in a basic form, the the breath or a respiratory system is a very special unique system in that it's part of both our voluntary and involuntary nervous system so you know it happens without us having to do anything which is a good thing keeps us alive keeps us breathing but it also means that we have control over it we have power over it so that we can master and transform our inner world so the way that we can work with it is there's kind of twofold. First of all, having awareness of our breath, being aware of where it is in the body, the, the speed, the rate, whether we're breathing short and shallow, which is quite often when we're stressed. So that's the, the first part is, is really being aware. And the second is then knowing how to consciously breathe some different tools different techniques that that we can talk about in a little bit that can just slow the rate that can that can slow the body that you can come into coherence and regulate many of the systems within the body um but there's oh gosh there's so many so many different techniques um one that i use is called a conscious connected breath which Uh, really gently brings in charge into the body so where we've had persistent stress or trauma and the body's held onto that in a state of freeze this breath work can just slowly gently allow it to unwind allow it to unravel um and, and another thing I wanted to say with with the breath is you know Persistent stress means that many of us are breathing short, breathing shallow. I'm sure many of us, when we get stressful email, we hold our breath as well. Breath holding is, is very common in a lot of people, but particularly with emails, actually. I get a lot of people who hold their breath. I don't know if you've experienced that, <laughs> but when you're on your laptop writing an email or receiving one, we hold our breath Um and breathing in this way is just sending a signal to our body that we're in danger you know the classic running for a tiger or being checked not sorry not running for a tiger <laughs> being chased by a tiger it just it just keeps us in that flux where lots of adrenaline and cortisol is sent out and the rest of the systems follow and become impaired um, and Actually, should we do a little, a little couple of minutes of a breath work just to show how how
1: powerful it is in changing the state? Oh, I mean, why not? Everyone who's listening to this, press pause for a moment, turn your phone off. <laughs> We're going in. So, um, yeah, just close your eyes
2: wherever you are, just for a minute, closing down your eyes and. I want you to just notice your internal state, notice what's going on with your breath without even changing a thing,
3: just seeing where you are right now. And then I want you to bring into
2: mind quite a stressful situation. So whether you are getting the kids sorted for school in the morning, whether it's a load of emails, that to-do list. Just bring into your awareness this visceral feeling of being stressed, overwhelmed, having lots to do. Just, just bring that in visually on a sensory level and just notice how your breath responds to that. We're sort of creating
3: a false, false picture in the body. Where is your breath? How fast... Slow, what's the rhythm? Now we're going to breathe in for a count of five and out for a count
2: of five, in and out through the nose. It's called a coherence breath.
3: Let's just breathe out all together. Now we're going to breathe in, two, three, four,
2: five, out, two, three four, five, in, two, three,
3: four, five, out, two, three, four, five, in, out in Now two more rounds in Out just seeing how your body feels. Maybe you've noticed your breath has slowed down. Hmm. So that's a breath work called a coherence breath, and it what it does is it
2: it brings our heart that the, the number of breaths per minute down. So on average, we're breathing about 18 breaths a minute, which is which is a super high number. And by engaging in that breath work practice, which even doing it one minute a day. Um, it just brings the rate down which slows your system slows your mind relaxes everything down so it's a super simple breathwork technique um, that you can just use yeah a minute a minute in the middle of the day when you're noticing that that heart rate that your brain is all over the place it's a really really powerful one to do
1: How are you feeling? <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> we say if you're driving, please make sure that you're not closing your eyes. I I think what's incredible with it, and it leads me really nicely onto that my next question, which is it's so simple. So why have we forgotten the power, like this very powerful transformational tool that also is free? <laughs> It's part of life force, And <laughs> why have we forgotten how to breathe? Mm,
2: yeah, and I, I f- think about this quite often and I don't think we've forgotten. I think we have rather become, we've become blind to the true potential within us. We, <clears throat> remembering for me doesn't mean to have forgotten necessarily but rather that we haven't been able to hear we haven't been able to see or to feel that that life's just got too noisy you know we going back to that kind of looking and solving I think we've become so wired for complexity and this hard sort of this this fix that that we just need to remember that, that everything is within us. We don't need to look outside. And the noise of life, you know, the noise of life just gets too loud. And and actually it's just a reminder. Once we engage in it, once we experience, we remember. But I, I don't think we forget. And I, I think as well, People, people are scared of what they might find. They, they are afraid to feel. You know, it, it, it can be really scary to feel all of those years of, of experience that the body's had to hold on to, all of the past stresses and trauma. Sometimes it's just too big and too scary. But once we ease in very slowly, very gently, that's when we that's when we're reminded that that everything's within us i think that's what i believe i think as well we with we, with this looking and and solving we we quite often look for our pain we we search for the pain we search for the the answer or the reason that we're feeling this way rather than just being and sitting with it and i think the breath well, i know i know that the breath is is where we can start in being able to just sit with that for a moment, to just sit with how we're feeling. But yeah, it's been with us forever, you know, the breath, we have it from the minute we're born to to the moment we die.
1: Mm. You reminded me of something that we, in my work, um, it's sort of quantum theory, we talk about a force-like template. And the shadow template can be one that we stay stuck in. It's it's sort of almost like an addiction to struggle, an addiction to our pain, because actually there it becomes very safe because we we know where we're at, and actually the overall of that can yeah. can be very scary. But it, it it does become what we call a false light template. It's a it it it's perceived as you know normal and real and true, but actually it's very false. It's not how we should be living as a kind of template as a way of life and um, mm-hmm. i suppose i'm interested in talking about you know shadow and and being kind of in a place of struggle which of course you know that's the wild ride of life it's part of the journey but what have been your your own pivotal transformations or turning points in your life in your career that's really got you to where you are today so,
2: you know, I just want to touch on um, you saying that the, that being addicted to our pain, though it definitely is something, I think it's almost a, a way out, isn't it, of, of really being able to sit with it. Like once, once we have a reason, once we can explain that we're feeling this like this because of this, it's almost like we've done it and we've processed and worked through it. But if we haven't felt it, it's, that pattern's still going to come up and come up um and that is something that is that leads me on to say that that's that's one of the most transformational things i i have learned is to truly feel to truly just sit in that messiness that that pain and just and just wait just sit watch it look at it hear it whatever it is and and holding myself that's been such such a journey um and I and I haven't been able to hold space for for people with you know until I was really able to do that um and my journey gosh it started really my biggest transformation was when I was 15 when my dad died so that's 10 years ago now and of course that was very painful I had to grow up really quickly there's been a lot of grief in that time still is not just for him but but for you know the losses I've experienced through him not being here it's transformed my relationship with death um, and and brought me onto this path but the the real moment of transformation in in all of it is in realizing that his death was my gift his his death was giving up his life um, to give me the blessing to be able to find this path of work and 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 do this work and that (laughs) through all of that you know god it's such a it's such a journey isn't it and we we quite often have our i want to say our our big bang, our initial, our initial trauma, whatever it is that, that sets off a path where we start to learn and unwind lots of other things. And another, another thing for me is learning to surrender, that knowing, knowing we can surrender, that we have the choice, we have the option to just drop and let go. And I think I've really learned that when it comes in hand with resistance, this breath work that really really showed me um, that we don't need to fight, we don't need to come against ourselves you know we 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 often seem to be in this opposition with the mind fighting against what it's whatever's going on in there, and actually, if we just take a big, massive, juicy exhale. <laughs> We can let go of that resistance we can actually see what's beyond and behind it and surrender to to that energy and force that, that's underneath. And within all of that, I think that that with transformation it's, it's always listening and trusting that inner voice. I think that's really when transformation occurs when you're truly listening to that intuition. that that place in your heart yeah but gosh it's continuous isn't it such a journey unfolding unravelling ah I could talk about it for hours
1: I think you know the more I'm learning and training in different heart modalities and you know heart coherence it's you know the heart sends more signals to the brain than the brain does to the heart so you know that's why people will hear me say so often what does your heart say how does your heart feel because you can't think your way out of your problems or your challenges you have to feel it and that's becomes you know what you're experiencing it's like saying i want to be confident you can't think yourself confident you have to be Experience, confidence you know in it's it's that and yeah there's such a huge part of surrendering and I think this year really is is a big journey has been a big journey of surrendering you know there have been many out of our control and we've had to look at our perspective and how we're responding and not reacting to that uncertainty and really controlling what we can and surrendering to what we can't and I can say for myself it's been a journey but I'm sort of coming through the other side and I feel incredibly privileged you know that I to have had what I've had through this you know roof over my head and food in the fridge and um yeah it's but it has been in many ways I think for everyone um a real real lesson in surrendering Mm. yeah and
2: trust as well right when you say that about about the heart, it's like there's no right or wrong answer. It just it is like that. That is where I've got to go. And I think often when we, when we don't follow the heart, it's almost like giving the giving the mind even more power to to sort of I'm going to say hate on ourselves. I don't mean that, but to to have more to have a go at ourselves about. So the more that we can really trust that the heart is is the right path that the less the less we have that that voice of criticism that voice of oh, why did you do you know why did you do that or why haven't you done this or that so although it takes a lot of trust i think once you jump into that realm of your heart oh it feels good <laughs> but it can be difficult definitely
1: it really can it's something i've worked on a lot over the last couple of years um and you know it's the it's the being mm. you know i believe the universe responds not to what you want but to who you are being you know and whether you know that's not just yeah. in terms of using the universal laws of energy but you know even in in beco- the becoming of you know for me working with women in business it's it's not you know who do you need to be it's almost like who do you get to be today you know get to be how do you behave
3: mm.
1: you know where What do you need to release? You know, that real sense of being the person that you, you know, you want to be, that you get to be each day. It's really powerful. So where can people start to transform their ways of thinking, being, feeling through breath? And I'm specifically looking at perhaps, you know, a couple of tools that we can use at home um given that we are spending a lot more time at home right now um at home
2: yeah so gosh so that actually that one that we just spoke about the five breaths in five breaths out that is so manageable so easy so accessible for anybody to do and I use it I I use it so many times a day, like I'd say at least 20. Whenever I notice that my breath's just starting to speed up a little bit, I go in for that five in, five out. And honestly, even just, even 30 seconds, even, yeah, a minute is, it just changes your whole internal state. Um, the other thing, such a simple thing, is... Using your exhale, really, really sinking in and and exploring and feeling. So when I say that, it's quite often we think of breathing more as the inhale. When you speak to people, they think about that big, deep inhale that we take. But actually, we just try taking a big inhale. (sighs) The exhale is where we really get to experience that surrender, that release, that letting go of tension. Um, So that's something that I really recommend people just becoming aware of their breath and then taking a big breath and really, really getting juicy into the exhale. I don't know, I use that word juicy for the exhale, but I
1: just find it so kind of... I can't think of another word than juicy now. <laughs> <laughs> like using the, you know, audible, audible sound, like a, uh to let it go. Yeah.
2: And use it yawning as well. Yawning allows us to really take a deeper inhale. But what that does, the deeper, the longer the inhale, it just gives us more of a chance and a longer chance and opportunity to let go. So, yeah, really playing with that the chance to let go, I think, is the big one for me. Um, Our mind, our body follows our breath, just like, you know, when we're stressed and when we're erratic and our brains are all over the place, our body and breath follow. So if you can step in and change your breath, if you can slow it down, then your mind and your body's going to follow. And... When your breath is relaxed and slow, your diaphragm is relaxed. If your diaphragm's relaxed, the other muscles in your body is relaxed. And it's just sending this massive signal all over your body that you are safe. And when we feel safe, we feel relaxed. And it's just like, you know, that cycle, you're safe, you're relaxed, you're breathing better so that you're relaxed, you're safe and um. And also engaging in some breath work you know in some longer sessions there they're just little little bits that you can do through the day but there's so many people offering a lot of free online sessions at the moment um, myself included so yeah spending some time in a deeper practice in a in an hour of breath work has has such powerful such powerful benefits Change, changing your perception, your your consciousness, your awareness, so that you can process things that have have got stuck both in in mind and body. So yeah, so so many things to explore. And actually, one one other thing is, well, so many other things. But one thing I want to share is that you can use the breath and connect it to a word or to a feeling. So, um say so we're thinking about love the idea of love and bringing love in if you really draw the word and the meaning of love in by taking deep breaths we can amplify and intensify that energy so with, with any word with any feeling just really deepening the breath in order to bring more energy to to whatever it is you're bringing into your, to your space
1: you you touched on you know the nervous system feeling safe the nervous system needs to feel safe for you to grow for you to move forward with anything and you know it's something i've been picking up on quite a lot recently sort of a theme in and amongst you know my world the coaching world which is like you know hustle 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 which you know it's not new news but it's like hang on a minute if you are working to hustle on an already stimulated nervous system it's like fire on fire actually when you can set that foundation and grow from a place of safety you're the rewards will be so much greater, the success will be so much greater, the results will be so much greater because they say, you know, that key word, sustainable, you know, feels safe and, you know, you're not almost taking yourself a few steps back, trying to do something that doesn't feel safe.
2: Yeah, and, and to be okay with being, you know, to be okay with just sitting on the sofa for a minute without a book, without your phone, without, without anything, just you, yourself, and the breath. And, and with the breath, what's what's so wonderful about it is that it gives you a focus point, it gives you an awareness point in your body. You know, a lot of people say they can't meditate. And I've been thinking recently, meditation I think is such a loaded word. All it means is being, just being aware, pure awareness. And the breath is a really good entry point in into that that you just have something to watch you have something to place your awareness onto and into just being, yeah, no
1: more doing, it's just being <laughs> It's almost like the the integration I wrote something recently, which was you know you turn knowledge into wisdom through integration. And so much of the integration work, whether it is breathwork or coaching or therapy or, you know, dance, movement, embodiment, whatever it is, whatever modality you're working with in your your self-development world, so much of the integration part is just allowing that space for it to land. And it's something... I think we've forgotten that idea of true rest. It's like you sit on the sofa, but you're still on your phone or you're still watching something or still, you know, you go for a run or you go for a walk, but you're still listening to a podcast. And it's this sort of busyness that we we lean into quite often. And um, I remember a teacher in India once saying to me, so it sounds so obvious, but he was uh, always wearing your headphones. It's like, yeah, what? I just listen to music. He's like, what are you running away from? myself all the time because what to just sit alone with my thoughts but that's the integration the stillness allows for that and it's a really beautiful gift to give yourself Mm -hmm. you know to just be with the breath and just allow yourself 10 minutes a day um I just did an amazing you know two-day training with a coach and you know our homework was for 10 minutes every day do nothing for a week let everything we've done energetically just land and you know i just feel into that so much you know that's one piece of encouragement i would give to any everyone listening it's just give yourself 5 10 minutes a day of nothing
2: yeah. lie on the floor just lie on your bed starfish and and <laughs> and that's it mm. and you know we you're saying that about being on our phones when we're sitting on the sofa and we we've forgot what our own voice is you know we we uh, so many people wake up in the morning and before they've even managed to hear their own their own voice their own internal state in that morning they're reading thousands of other people's voices
1: first before you've even heard your own um yeah wake up and ask yourself two things how do i feel today and who do i get to be today no, so that leads me nicely into my next question which is obviously breath work plays a part in your day-to-day routines and rituals um as I'm sure scrolling on your phone does because we're human <laughs> and it's uh, for me what are rules um, and rules what other rituals do you bring into your world and um, into your day into your week into your month
2: so actually, my one thing though, of course, I do go on my phone, but I, I have it on aeroplane mode until 8am in the morning, unless I have something booked booked in that starts earlier. Um, but I pretty much every day, I used to be very fixed on it, having to be strict routine every morning. And then I realised that isn't who I am, that isn't flow, that's me trying to be something perfect, so most days I probably get up about 6.30 and I move, I do some form of intuitive movement or dancing with the breath, um, which involves a conscious connected breath, and sometimes it's 10 minutes, sometimes it's two hours, um, just depending what I've got on. And and then I just sit in silence. Um, So I play about with different breath works, but I I always do some intuitive movement with with a conscious connected breath, which is a breath work, sometimes called a circular breath, where the inhale and the exhale just flow into one another continuously. Um, I just let my body see how, where it wants to move where it wants to go how it wants to express sometimes I chant and shout not always beautifully <laughs> in a melody it sometimes sounds pretty pretty messy um, and then I sit in silence in stillness um, and the same again in the evening I, I sit in silence for 10 minutes or so and say a few prayers Um, yeah and through the day I just be aware of my breath as much as I can and when I notice it's it's not in the most healthiest of pattern too fast too much I I slow it down just by taking a big long breath out (laughs) but I guess rituals change don't they all the time depends depends on the season on the time of year on yeah what's going on for us at that at that time but movement and breath are definitely definitely ones
1: that are always always near me and in me I feel exactly the same I feel like there was a real time I think it was you know again like a real sort of media society thing it was like rituals and routines and they're so good for you and like get to the gym, it's three times a week, thirty minutes, and, and it's like, hang on, that just takes you so far away from what you actually need and some days, some weeks you do need that, you want that, you you're called to that, and other weeks it's not it's a nothing. I don't want to do anything today or I don't even want to meditate. I just want to be vibrant and talk to loads of people and yeah, I sort of you know, it's every day demands a different you and you get, get to choose what that day that day's behaviours are, you know.
2: Yeah, and some days I, I want to go for a walk in the morning, so I make that as mindful and and present as as I can. And yeah, I, I really it, and that is something that I I really learned, that I, I who who said I've got to get up at five a.m. and do one hour <laughs> every single day? Like who the hell said that? <laughs> and actually, once you just release. That belief, that that rule that's somewhere been created feels so much better in just being able to move from moment to moment with what you want and not judge yourself because you know that you're making the choice that comes from the heart.
1: Mm, yeah, so love that, so love that. Finally, Alex, what does being a magnetic woman mean to you? Mm. It's a big, big question.
2: (laughs) Mm, I think for me, it it means to take a seat right in the centre of yourself, to really listen, to really, really listen and trust and follow your heart, opening it up, Sitting in in your truth, so that you're open to endless possibilities and abundance, so a place where you are connected directly to the source of all life, of you know the same energy that the stars are made of. Um, I think that's magnetism.
1: love, love is magnetism. Mm, yeah, love for yourself, love for others. Hashtag love wins. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast with me today. How can people find you and what do you have going on for people right now if they want to get involved and try some breath work? Yeah, so um currently
2: I'm offering a couple of 30 minute Instagram live sessions, so on a Monday and a Wednesday. Um and then also a deeper dive on a Friday night. That's a Zoom, a 90-minute session. So you can find me on Instagram, it's at alexbottomley underscore, and the same for my website, alexbottomley.com. And, and, and I do group sessions and, and one-to-one as well, so lots of opportunity for different
1: people to explore and to come back to themselves. Beautiful. I will make sure your details are in the show notes and yeah, do go check Alex out. I can say um, personally that she is incredible. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Thank
2: you. Thank you for having me.
0: I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you did enjoy it, please do share. Please do tag me.
1: A little bit of a Instagram love doesn't go amiss. You can find me at
0: Pandora Paloma underscore. And please, if you want to go all in, leave me a five star review. It all helps. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And remember, you are magnetic.